Hi everybody, what you're about to hear is a 20 minute preview of the simply syndicated show Shaken Not Stirred. It's all about Bond films, that's why it's called Shaken Not Stirred. Do you see what we did there? It's ever so clever. Anyway, it's a great show, we love doing it a lot, and there's loads of episodes of this show. We're going to do at least one per Bond film. This is just a preview of one of the shows. If you want to hear the whole thing, go on over to simplysyndicated.com, that's where we live, slash shows, slash shaken not stirred. There's menus and everything, you'll figure it out. And there you can see that you can buy all the episodes, or you can sign up to Simply Everything, which just costs a couple of quid a month and gives you access to everything we make. If you like James Bond films, you'll probably like some of the other stuff we do. Some of it's free and you can just download it. Enjoy that. That's great. That's yours. But some of it you just pay a little bit for. Okay. So, but it's supposed to be good. That's the point. So there's no ads in it either. That's also kind of, I'm just rambling now. Listen to the show. It's, we think it's good. So have fun. Hello, welcome to Shaken Not Stirred. This is Rich and Nick back with another look at a James Bond film. Hello. Hello. Diamonds are forever this week. The film felt like forever. <laughs> <laughs> what, what an upbeat opening, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It wasn't the worst. I but don't, it wasn't that bad. I don't hate this one. No. No, we haven't. Oh no, there there is on Her Majesty's Secret Service. I hate that one. Um, I I don't hate this one. This is maybe the worst of the Connery ones. Only because he looks so old. Oh, there's there's no doubt that in this one, I mean, he didn't want to do it after uh, you only live twice. That you know that's why George Lasonby existed at all, yeah. and and so they've got him back. And he really looks old. And they didn't. he didn't want to wear a hairpiece as well. And so that it, it's not that he should have to, but it does age him a fair bit. Um, and, and so, yeah, he shouldn't have done this one. But I think it was Sean Connery did it or nobody does it. And so in, in which case it's probably better that it was Sean Connery, I suppose. We get Roger Moore next anyway. So that we do be good. I've got to say, this is the first uh, Bond film with actual nipple in it. Is it really? Yeah. Where, where's? Oh, yes! I just saw the actual nipple. I've just, I was just I was just playing through because it's been a while since I watched this because um, we just haven't had a chance to record. But I was just I was just sort of fast forwarding through and went, "Hang on a minute!" Actual yeah. nipple. Actual nipple. Well, that that will happen when you surprise a lady by ripping off her bikini top in order to <laughs> strangle her with it. Which is apparently a perfectly acceptable way to behave if she knows what you need to know. And then it starts with this guy in a bowl full of brown goo. It does. I never understood the brown goo. I still do not understand the brown goo. What, what is the brown goo? I, don't, uh, I think... Hmm. I I just don't understand. It's it's kind it's almost like you expect that's how plastic surgery works. Like, Maybe it's some sort of resin. 
maybe you go into the bowl of goo and you come out looking like the person that you're supposed to look like. Oh, but you can be sat in there with a gun, apparently. I also don't entirely understand why the guy in the bowl, of, uh, the bath of goo, dies. Does he? I'm, I'm watching it now. I don't understand why he suddenly stops struggling and goes under. It's this whole beginning bit annoys me. He he drowns. He doesn't drown. I've just played. Watch it happen. He doesn't drown as such. I think he may be meant to think he drowns. Uh, I don't know. It's a little bit cartoony in how how he dies. I think this stuff was mashed potato, wasn't it? And it apparently reeked. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not surprised. It does he, look weird. Like he dies really quickly as well, doesn't he? Yeah, he just he's struggling. He's struggling. Oh, I've stopped now. That's it. It's really bad. I don't. Con- I don't get why he dies. Connery does look really old, though. Yeah. Even from the the first scene you see to this one. I also think this is moving into a. Wait, what's the right way of putting this? In the sixties, the fashion looks—it's of course old because it's it's fifty odd years ago. Yeah. But at the same time, it is. With, with the sixties, it feels like it's far enough back to be almost a period piece. But now we're moving into sort of the seventies, and the seventies just looked awful. <laughs> Um, brown and beige everywhere yeah and and he, he, he sean connery didn't look good in the 70s just like no other human being in the the western hemisphere looked good in the 70s uh and so i i think it's suffering from that just the cut of his suits the style of his hair which might have been very relevant at the time of release of this film i like how you said his hair yeah <laughs> the hair that is on his head whatever no, yeah. whoever it belongs to <laughs> you know Always pissed off Blofeld's cat there. That's it. Yeah, um, so so he's look like we don't see him at first, but then we do see him and he's looking for Blofeld. Um is this the same Blofeld? I don't know. Yeah, it's always the same Blofeld. Okay. It's it's he's the head of Spectre. I I do think the, the decision to have him played by uh, what's his name? I wanna say Charles. Yes. Charles. Charles Gray. Yeah. Doesn't fit in. I think he's badly cast as Blofeld. I think he was much creepier when it was Donald Pleasance with the scar and the baldness and his weird creepy voice and everything. And, and, you know, when you don't see him. Yeah. And I I think as well, you know, they they use plastic surgery to get around the fact that loads of different people play him. It's It's fine. Yeah, it's not a terrible idea. Heck, they were going to use that to explain... The change in James Bond, weren't they? Yeah. So it's kind of a nice catch-all thing. This this credit sequence is dull. <laughs> They're all dull, though. Does it anyone really, really want that to? It, and hang on, it's I've what what have I written down? I'm, so he has a bit of a, a ruck with Blofeld. And what kills him? He kills two Blofelds, both but of it, which it will turn out are imposters. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. Um, and that's, this is just lots of shiny diamonds. After that, isn't there? Yeah, I think th- this is one of the less spectacular plots as well. Like maybe is someone just st- trying to steal a load of diamonds? There's no like take over yeah, the world, start it, it, World War Three kind of thing. It's just he's he's a glorified sort of policeman. It's a weird one, this, isn't it? 
Yeah. Because uh, he's... <laughs> he... Uh... Oh. oh, this is the one with the weird blokes as well, isn't it? Yeah. There's oh, so I many forgot. weird things. Oh. It's been it's been it's been about a month and a half since I watched this, and so basically someone's smuggling diamonds out of the mine and hiding them in their teeth. Oh, and there's uh, there's all kinds of things. And then Mister Mister Wick, I can't read my own writing there. And Mister Kid, Mister Wint, and Mister Kid are these two weird fellows. And the the only way they can make them evil is by making them slightly homosexual. That was quite groundbreaking, though, wasn't it? Because this, this is 1971. But but surely back in 1971, if you're homosexual, you must be evil. Well, I don't know. I I have my suspicions about them now. To be honest, I, I don't know. <laughs> but it, yeah, I suppose in some ways, yes, you've got two gay characters in a major. Uh, production but at the same time they are kind of assassin hitmen kind of people and not shown in the best light but I've not because a... of their gayness though no that's true the, just the jo- they're evil. yeah the joke about that's it, the fact that they're gay actually is just coincidental it does it nothing no comment is made about that so that's true that's true so yeah know. i guess in a way it's it's not that negative I think this bit in the mine is actually showing us the security they go through being diamond miners. Because yeah. we're seeing, go, oh, see, we check your teeth with tweezers and then look at the diamond for a very long time as we hold it up. Oh, no, but he's in cahoots, isn't he, the dentist? The dentist is the one who's stealing them and paying off the workers. And Mr. Mr. Winter, Mr. Kid want those diamonds. They found out about the plot and they want those diamonds and... So they they murder this dentist by uh, uh, by scorpion, by, yeah, by scorpion, death by scorpion, a very but reliable and, method of of murder. Yeah. They put a scorpion down his shirt, uh, which he'll never notice. But his his reaction is is beautiful. How quickly does a sto- a scorpion sting kill you? I don't think it can. Can it? I know that you Hang don't on. want to be got by a scorpion. I know Deadly that. Scorpions. There must Let's see be. How deadly they are. And is it is it true about top first? Here we go. Top five most deadly scorpion species. Okay. Indian red scorpion. Uh, deadly to man. Venom primarily affects the cardiovascular and pulmonary systems. Right. Okay. Brazilian yellow scorpion. Oh, God. What? <laughs> Heart failure or an acclimation of fluid in the lungs. Right, so you really don't want to be stung by a scorpion then? No. Arizona bark scorpion. Oh, you see, that's just another incapacitate reason to go to Arizona. Area. Sting is very painful and can incapacitate the area of the sting and even cause convulsions or possible foaming at the mouth. Oh, my God. Wow, there you go. Scorpions man. are nasty. Yeah. I'll stay away from them then. The yellow fat tail scorpion is a hardy species that have particularly large stingers and potent venom that has been compared to that of the black mamba snake. Okay. Well, I'm sold on scorpions then. 
Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. They're accurate. They are. I take it back. I'd still shoot someone if I was an assassin, though. Especially as they're killing him, like, miles from anywhere in the desert. And then blowing up a helicopter, which I think would attract a lot of attention if you were trying to avoid attention. You know. But anyway, they are an odd couple, these two. They are. They look creepy. I was trying to work out who they were played by and whether I'd seen them anywhere else, but I didn't think I have. Isn't one of them a country singer? Hang on, you, you, you've you got the IMDB there. Putter Smith. You see, that is a that is a country singer's name, isn't it? Oh, hang on, I'm clicking on the... Clicking on the character name. Um, he was in a few things. He's still alive. Who are you looking at, Mr. Kidd or Mr. Wint? Putter Smith, I was All right. Bruce, Bruce Glover. Is the other guy. Oh, he's known for Chinatown and Ghost World. He's still working. And an untitled Crispin Glover project. Good luck with that, Crispin. Oh, that was due to come out last year. I've got sidetracked now by making fun of Crispin Glover. (laughs) It's him and a porn star and the guy who's in Diamonds Are Forever. That's the cast list of his film, for God's sake. That's terrible. Although in his profile picture there, he's he's got a scorpion again. He must be renowned for his work with scorpions. But he looks like he should be in something like Game of Thrones. He does a bit, doesn't he? Hmm. But he hasn't been in Game of Thrones. That we know yeah, of. That we know of yet. Yet. Still want to get Will on there. I think that would be <laughs> Will and Stu on Game of Thrones. They could be on the wall. It'd be brilliant. With all the other Yorkshire folk who live on the wall. It's clearly where they send us. about this yesterday, about the uh, regional UK accident accents that are in it. There's so many. They're pretty it's much brilliant. all there, I think. They're pretty much all there. Um, I'm going to skip on in this film because it's boring yeah, the arse off me. This is all just set up for a film that I don't really care about. Money Penny's got out of the office. There's Mr. Frank, Sue James Bond. Now, I do like the bits in Amsterdam, because I like Amsterdam. It's a nice little touristy bit. Um, oh, hovercraft. And the hovercraft as well. Yeah, wow, that was state-of-the-art back in the day. Freight ferries and hovercraft. I, and it, uh, it's got like a British rail symbol on it. Yeah, because it was... It was, uh, was it state-run, was it? I think it must have been. Because we're going back to before, obviously, way before Channel Tunnel. And yeah. the hovercraft was sort of the, it was the second best way to get across. It was, but it could only take like three cars at once. That was the problem. Just not in any way cost efficient. And so that's why I, I'm so sad that I never got to go on one. You know, I've done, we've, I've done the cross-channel thing many times, but always on a ferry. And it's so slow. I would have liked to go on the Seacat, which was the fastest. I think that yeah. took like... Eight minutes or something stupid like that. Not eight really, minutes. Not really on. that, but it was very quick. Now this is another random Google search going on. Sea cat cross channel. Because that was the catamaran, wasn't it? Yeah. Sea cat cross channel. See, they definitely. I don't think they run it anymore. I don't think they do. 
Oh no, they're, they're awesome. Oh gosh, I should remember this from my time at the ferry company. There are some routes with the CCAT, but not cross-channel anymore. You have to go from somewhere weird to somewhere weird. I think. It's all just ferries now. I don't know. But anyway, he's in Amsterdam. And I swear we stayed on this street. That's the no, that's that's this right this I have to confess there are two locations that I've I've definitely been on holiday to and that's why I kind of like this one a bit. Right. And it's it's the Amst- the place in Amsterdam I think was sort of just around the corner from where we stayed and the other place is the Tropicana in Vegas. And I don't I can, yeah I can say this cuz she's two floors below me and never listens to this. The reason why I said I wanted to go to the Tropicana. It's because the drinks were free? It, it's No, that's Club Tropicana. Oh. That's a separate thing. <laughs> the Tropicana <laughs> is the one that Bond stays at in Diamonds Are Forever. That's that's it, really. That was your only uh, yeah. criteria. That, that's what? it. So he's in Amsterdam, and like they're dragging an old woman out. Of the, oh, it's the nun that smuggled stuff, isn't it? Dragging her out the uh, canal. Oh, yeah, yeah. I missed that. I always wondered what that nun was about. Yeah, the nun was was helping smuggle the diamonds, and then Mr. Winter, Mr. Kid, are there taking pictures of the police dragging her out the uh, canal. Yeah, right, I'm with you. And then Bond turns up to Tea Case. Tiffany Case. Tiffany Case, there we go. Oh, of course, Tiffany Diamonds. Oh, so that's, she's she's the one that the clicked. diamonds are going to, and she's selling the diamonds. So she's another person in the chain. And she she wanders around her house just in her pants as well. She does, as all attractive women do. Well, yeah, quite. I have to say, but then actually in Amsterdam. <laughs> yeah, um, she's at Jill St. John here. Actually, one of my least favorite Bond girls. Yeah, yeah. Um, not knocking her as such, but yeah, not not one of my favorites. Not at all. Maybe because they picked someone age-appropriate for Sean Connery as well at the time. <laughs> um, but she dusts his glass for fingerprints and because uh, he's posing as... Who is he in this one? Peter Franks. Peter Franks. He's pretending to be Peter Franks. Um, now, it, it's, it's probably worth mentioning, he actually has a lengthy relationship with this character in the books that goes... Oh, right. I think it may even go beyond... The Book of Diamonds of Forever. Um, I definitely... I can't remember which one it was that I read that starts with him uh, missing her. Because, obviously, I'm reading out of order from book yeah. release. And so, yeah, Diamonds of Forever came before. So it's whichever one follows Diamonds of Forever, I suppose. Um, so, yeah, it's she's a big character, but just totally dismissed in the films beyond this one. Um and she's okay, she's fine. Just, again, just not one of my favourites. This is the, more, the, the sort of more chauvinistic part of this show, I suppose. I hate to pick favourites out of a group of women. That's that's so sexist and horrible, isn't it? Yeah, if well, I have a, a favourite... Yeah, how is that my fault if I have favourites? I don't know. That said, I'm looking at her quite... Now, she's, she's quite lovely. So, there you go. I'm in a hole. Speak, please. Uh, so... <laughs> Bond is, uh, she takes his fingerprints to make sure he's uh, who he says he is, which he's not, because she's got a copy of um, 
I love this machine in her wardrobe, by the way. Oh, the, oh, the, the X-ray fingerprinty, yeah, machiney. What's it that seemingly compares one fingerprint? She's got Peter Franks's fingerprints on file. That's it. It seems, and she can compare that to another fingerprint. Uh, luckily, he's wearing false fingerprints. That's a thing. So he'd thought of that beforehand. It's yeah, quite, yeah. Quite clever, really. Quite clever. So she's convinced. The trouble comes, isn't it, a little bit later when the actual Peter Franks does arrive. So he has to smash him in. And I love this bit of this film. The, the, it's the fight in the lift in the apartment <laughs> building in Amsterdam. It's, it's a, brilliant. It's a really good, well-choreographed fight scene. It's, if, you're, if you're into action in films, it's worth seeing this scene. Yeah, because it's all about stopping and starting the lift and glass and... They're, they're in such an enclosed space. It's barely yeah. big enough for the two of them to stand next to each other comfortably in it. So the idea of having a fist fight, every time you pull your arm back to throw a punch, you put your elbow through a window and stuff like that. It's, it's so good. And then I think he drowns this guy in a fire extinguisher or something, doesn't he? I, I don't know. <laughs> he, he's, he 